0: Hello
1: everyone. It's Rona with Road Trip to Wellness and the Road Trip to Wellness podcast. We are here for part 2 of the interview with the lovely, I was going to say the lovely witch Divine Ether, but I'll let you we'll talk about that in a second to see if that's what you identify as. Um I don't I can't remember if we talked about that in Part one. We did talk about it a little bit. So go to part one. But again, I am Rona bringing you simple practical solutions for all of your health and wellness needs. And we had on about a week ago, we did part one um, of an interview just talking about um, magic and rituals um, and how to just kind of amplify your energy. And we are here today talking for part two with Linda of Divinely Ether. Say hello, Linda. Hello, everybody. Well, I will let you go ahead again. For those of you who have not listened to part one, I will let in Linda introduce herself, kind of tell, um, let her tell you a little bit about herself and what she does. And then we'll just get into part two of the interview.
0: Okay. Well, okay. I'll keep it nice and sweet so we can get into the good stuff, the tea. Um, I'm divinely ether. I I am, I guess you can call me a witch a Reiki practitioner, a light worker, um, an oracle. You can call me all of those things. But honestly, I am just someone getting in touch with their magic. Mm -hmm. I am unlocking my magic. I am following in my footsteps that are already laid out for me. So what that means is I am connecting to myself, to my higher self, to my ancestors, and I'm really letting my guides run the show. This week, I have received the message of surrendering. It is time for me to completely surrender. And that's hard for a lot of people, and especially Mm -hmm. me. So
1: I'm with (laughs) you, sister. (laughs) Don't think you are alone. And feeling that, um, I just kind of shared with you kind of what I've been going through. Um, and I, I always get if I'm like doing a daily reading on myself, I always get um, the hanged man that pops up. And the deck that I use talks about liminal spaces, and that's what I feel like I'm in. I'm just hanging upside down, um, just kind of hanging there, and just having to be okay with the unknown. Um, and so that's been a pretty pretty hard space to be in because in those spaces like that, you are, you're just having to surrender um, to the divine, trust that your steps are being ordered and they know everything for you. And just to give people a review too, you mentioned a couple of things when you were doing your intro, Linda. So if you would talk about that a little bit, you mentioned working with your ancestors and your guides. And so could you tell us a little bit about um, what those are and kind of what they mean to you and your practices every day?
0: So uh, working with your guides and your ancestors is just pretty much being open to receiving guidance. So I, um, I mentioned my higher self because, like I said, in um, part one, your higher self is the link between you, the universe, your ancestors and your guides. So mm-hmm. you got to get in touch with your higher self first. And of course, the way to get in touch with your higher self is self-care and self-love taking care of yourself, doing what you need to do, standing up for yourself, divination, as in any forms of divination. Divination could be cards, it could be pendulums, runes, someone show, um, showed me runes this week, so that was nice. Rune. Really, oh, runes, yes, yeah, yes. That was amazing. That was my first interaction with it. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's really getting guidance from your people, your ancestors, your guys, but you first have to get in touch with yourself before you can even think about getting in touch with them.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So your ancestors that you're working with, um, what was that like when you first started to work with them? Um, did you just, did you call on them or how does that, how did that work for you?
0: So, um, in part one, I told you I've always been in contact yeah. with my grandmother. Praying was my main form of um, interacting with her. But now that I'm on a spiritual path, I have other things. Like I have the three coin method, is where I do three gold dollars and. I pray over them, I hold them, I connect to them, and I ask that my grandmother answer the question. So if I have a question for her, or should I do X, Y, and Z? I shake, 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 and I throw them out on the um, table. Three heads is a yes, three tails is a absolutely no. Mm. (laughs) So that's really cool um, that I can interact with her that way. I love
1: that, Linda, that is incredible. Um, I just really do wish that, and I think I said this in part one too, that people would just have a greater understanding. That's always my prayer Um, because I think African-American people especially are, um, many of us are so disconnected um, from knowing where we come from. Um, We were made to forget so much and connecting with your ancestors Um, and in my work, that's what, that's a huge part of what I will be sharing with people is that spirituality part. Like that, like you said, that is the, that's your connection. And you even share this in part one too. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. And I'm so glad you made such a strong point of that is they are waiting to help you. They are waiting to help you in the spiritual realm. And all you have to do is ask, but if you don't, and you're out here just kind of struggling about trying to find your way when they are seriously standing there like, hey, we're here. Um, I just love that you've been so connected to your grandmother. Um, I have too as well. My grandmother um, was one of the first as I really moved into doing this work more um, and on my spiritual path more. Um, she, it was my my patriarch, um, patriarchal grandmother, my dad's mom. She, um, which really surprised me because I never met her. Um, She passed away when I was a baby. And so um, my uncle says regularly, too, I'll say something and he'll say, you sound like mom. And that just warms in my heart when, you know, you know, those things like that. So thank you for sharing that. I love that you're so connected to ancestors um, and guides. So are are guides for you um, the same as you working with angels or anything like that, or guides are just kind of people that you knew or... So
0: pretty much guides could be people that you knew in this life, past lives, and I honestly haven't worked out exactly who my guides are. Mm -hmm. I know that they come through with the angel numbers. They are all around, Mm -hmm. um, and they make sure they slap me in the face with them, so I know that they're talking to me. Wow,
1: (laughs) I love that. So where do you see angel numbers? Are you... You just see them. I see a lot on my stove. Like I'm always in my kitchen doing stuff. So I always see like 11-11 popping up and things like that on my microwave because I'm in there a lot. Where do you see your angel numbers? So
0: uh, mine are mostly on my phone. It'll pop up and the number is really, really persistent. Um, receipts are a big thing. Wow, yeah. So, so those two are really the big thing for me, the receipts and my phone and of course the kitchen because I'm always in the kitchen, too, mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. it'll pop up, and then my microwave has been giving me special angel numbers, too, because they, it's in military time, so I kept seeing 1818, 18. and then when um, I'm upstairs, I've seen 1818 on my TV, which is military time too. So yeah. there was working double time. And I like it because on your phone, you can only get so many angel numbers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I love it. Linda is teaching us so much, teaching us so much. So um, if somebody was thinking that they were interested in getting into doing this kind of work, maybe working with cards or anything like that, where would you tell them is like a good entry point to maybe begin to kind of get deeper or just kind of dip their toe in there.
0: So if now a lot of people love tarot cards, I don't do tarot cards. I do oracle cards. So Mm. oracle cards are easier in my opinion to connect to so find a good oracle card deck that you connect with don't rush out and get the first one you see yeah. really find one that calls out to you and start giving yourself daily readings another way is pendulums so i've never been a big pendulum person until i made my own pendulum Love so it. When I made that, it was so easy to connect with it. It's um, a clarity pendulum, so So it, it gives clear, specific answers. Yes, no, and maybe. So I like that. And I think it's a bit easier to get guidance Mm-hmm. From it than Oracle cards, but I still love my Oracle cards. I will always love Oracle cards.
1: <laughs> wow. I feel the same way with tarot. I don't feel like I am um, I don't connect all the time with them. And maybe it's the decks that I have. I was gifted one deck, um, kind of traded with a friend on another one. Um, but also for some of the people that I work with initially and started when I started doing the work, um getting into maybe doing cards, I felt like it was a softer, um, a, I don't want to use the word sell, but kind of a softer approach for them if I used affirmation cards. Um, so yeah, they just, to say, like if I was doing a yoga class and maybe I wanted to do a poll or something like that, um, using affirmation cards was much, much better. So I use the I am everything deck and I use um, the butterfly affirmations. So really... Um, like you talked about colors in part one, really talking about the colors on the card and really helping people understand that part too. But just when you tell, you know, black church folks a lot of time that it's tarot, it just is not, you know, they're like, oh my God, it's the devil. You know, because again, as we were saying before, we've been, you know, and again, like you said, these are just guides. They're not, you know, it's not fortune telling, you know, like they tell you. But um, yeah, I've really used affirmation cards in that way to really um, get people to really focus during meditation, you know, setting the intention for things like that. So I totally agree with using um, different methods. What exactly can um, people use their magic for? So if they're getting into it, what have you used yours for specifically, what has worked for you?
0: So, like I said, I've always been a big, um, big on magic. Even when I was younger, I knew it was real. I knew um, I could manipulate things. Stop, Linda, really? Yeah, so I would, um, like, I would always use visualization. So when I really, really wanted something, I would, make this whole life up about it. I wanted it, I was gonna get it. And whether it took because I didn't know as much as I was doing back then, it took me a while to get that. But Mm -hmm. I manifested whether it came in high school or in adulthood, I honestly manifested my whole life with my husband just playing with my sister. We had a life. We were visualizing, and we would do it at bedtime. So we had this life in mind, and I could honestly say my sister's life is sim- similar to what she was saying when we were younger. So visualization has always been a big thing for me. Um, I used to. I also would like mix things. I love mixing chemicals and making mm. potions and. So that has kind of seeped into my life now because I do gym elixirs. I mix different gyms together and I infuse them into moon water. So that's really cool that it stemmed from when I was younger. Yes. It's so
1: interesting that you said that um, when you, that you do your visualizations at nighttime, you used to do them at nighttime. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day and the suggestion, this young lady was a hypnotherapist. Uh, And she was giving suggestions. I was listening to spiritual shit. I don't know if you listen to Aaliyah Lovely, um, but she has a podcast called Spiritual Shit. And the hypnotherapist that was on there was saying um, the best time to kind of make that imprint in your mind is, um, and then get those downloads. um, Because for some reason there's like, there's a portal there or your mind is open to receive at those times. But she said it's best to write or to visualize and um, get those dreams together 30 minutes before bed and 30 minutes upon waking up. So I love that you said um, doing that and it's imagination. So as a kid, we imagine all sorts of stuff. Like you can't tell us what we can't do when we're kids. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm getting that message a lot is uh, be like a kid again, you know, really, you know just have fun with it and That's like a message for me right there (laughs) because, you know, we do get so rigid and boxed in when things are happening and we need something to happen in our lives. We need it to happen right now. We can only see it happening this way. And I keep being told to relax, you know, just, you know, have fun with it. And I'm like, how can I have fun when, you know, I need some stuff over here, you know, but it really is, like you said, use your imagination. Use imagination
0: and dream big. Like, yeah. yeah. So dreaming visualization, we always put our candle magic in there. You don't even have to know about the specific colors because the white candle do it for all. So add it in there, visualize, put on a candle before you go to bed. It really is the whole, it's the intention that you're setting. Mm -hmm. You're opening yourself up to get what you want to manifest yeah Yeah. so I was recently um talking with a friend um and I was telling her how doubt when you visualize and you want this thing and you're creating this thing how doubt always tries to creep in Mm -hmm. but you gotta counter counteract that doubt with something positive instantly yes so if you know you're sitting there visualizing and then you know the big bad wolf pops in and says you're never going to get it mm-hmm. instantly make your vision bigger.
1: Oh wow, I love that. Make it bigger.
0: Yeah. Show show them that or show your ego or whatever's trying to hold you back that you will not stop. So yes. if you're going to put fear in there, I'm going to make it bigger. Wow. I love
1: I got work to do, Linda,
0: giving us work to do. You're giving us so
1: so much work to do. You're such a great teacher. I love it. I love that. Um, What are some of the, because we talked about rituals a little bit. um, What are some of your favorite rituals and things to do to um, really make things manifest for you? Do you have any favorites?
0: So okay, I guess my absolute favorite would be um, chakra work. Because mm-hmm. when you're not balanced, it's hard to manifest things. So um, I did this one ritual where I got a color um, candle for each chakra, and then I got a crystal for each chakra. Mm-hmm. I placed mm-hmm. them around crystals on the outside, candles towards the middle, away from the crystals because I don't want to waste my hard-earned money. Mm-hmm. Crystals, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're live, so. I did it. I put my herbs on. I put my um, my manifestation oil on it and I sat there and I let it burn all the way out. I visualized, I listened to my body, I meditated and I did Reiki. So not everybody can do Reiki, but I feel mm-hmm. as though you can still balance yourself without Reiki. Yeah, It just might take a little bit more effort.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about, we talked a little bit about the ritual that you did um, earlier. Would you mind sharing
0: that with the audience? Oh, so uh, my money ritual. So um, it, my card, my credit card, no, that's my debit card. So my debit card was about to expire. So they sent me a new one. It was the February um, 2nd portal, so when you have numbers in a line, a mm-hmm, portal opens. Mm-hmm. So we're still in that portal now. That portal yeah. closes February 22nd. I think that's the last day. So I um, I got my green candle. I wrote my petition. I put my money oil on it. And like I said, money oil is easy to make yourself. You don't mm-hmm. have to go out and buy it from someone. You can because it mixes your magic with theirs. But you can do this yourself too. I'm a big advocate for doing it yourself. So look up some money herbs. Again, yep. I like olive oil. Um, Olive oil will always be my favorite base. And make yourself a money oil. Put your yeah. intentions, charge it with the moonlight. So I put that up there and I burned my candle and my petition. Of course, I had my crystals around because crystals just add that. Yes, that extra, extra boost. And I burn my candle on top of my debit card. And I, it really just gets the money flowing. Mm -hmm. But you have to also remember that as you're doing work to bring in the money, you also have to be releasing blockages that keeps you from receiving the money.
1: Mm, That's good right there. That's good. Because if you're still in that same mindset, you can't I always think you can't receive if you're not letting go, and so there's no space for for anything new to come flowing in. If you still got that same stuff sitting there, you got the same old stuff. Why would you put new stuff on top of old stuff? So you gotta let some stuff some stuff go. And believe me, folks, I am speaking to myself right now because <laughs> it is hard work. But I'm telling you, um, what Linda is telling you about just. Using all of these tools together, Um, you can use them individually. um, But like you said, just putting them together, whether it's the crystals and the color of the candle, um, if you're eating the foods that are the same color or whatever, all of those things working together, like you said, is setting the intention more and more and more and more. And it's just really boosting the energy um, that you're really trying to manifest. So I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for sharing home. that. When do you feel like is the best time
0: to use magic?
1: Is there any specific time? Is there any Anytime. time.
0: Um, now you do have those wiki hours that, um, mm-hmm. I love to use. It's like, it's from like three to six. Mm-hmm. Those are the wiki hours. So that is a great time to use it as well. But honestly, don't limit yourself. Don't limit your magic and don't put a cap on it. You can Mm -hmm. do a spell anytime. You can visualize anytime. Don't limit yourself because that's what society wants. They Mm -hmm. want us limited and stuck in this box. So do your magic whenever you feel the need, say your spells, write your, your, um, Your sigil, what is it called? Your sigils on on your hands. Do Mm -hmm. what you need to do. It's all about, it's honestly all about what your higher self is calling
1: Mm -hmm. you to do. I love that. Is there a time when we should not be doing magic? Like, are there bad times, wrong times? Um,
0: I I don't think so, because um, a bad time for me would be a good time for you. Mm. So I, honestly don't like to do magic when my energy is off
1: yes yes
0: just because i just feel like i'm putting negative energy into my spell work and that's a no-go for me that is a (laughs) no-go
1: That is a no-go. Do you make your own candles and things like that that you use? Um, so
0: I make my own oils. Um, I Cause my mom, she's always made oils, did mixed things. So I make my own oils. I um, I did talk to you before about me, how I got that vision in my dream to make my own um, reverse candles. Yes. And that was just, you know, if I want to do a reverse money spell, Literally in my dream, they showed me take a green candle, take a um, a white candle, and I think I think it's black. Take a black candle and a green candle, and you can cut it in half and put them together, melt wow. them together, and you burn it like that. So they have reverse candles out there. But yeah, mm-hmm. my guys are telling me, you don't need to spend a bunch of money. You mm-hmm. just need to do things intuitively.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. that, And that's a big thing right there. Intuitively, trusting yourself, knowing what it is that you need. And I love also, I'll go back a little bit when you mentioned um, using things, uh, herbs that you already probably already have in your kitchen cabinet. Can you talk a little bit about like kitchen herbs that people can use that they probably already have to even do this kind of work with um candle magic or whatever
0: well so, as we know salt is a great cleanser i was so, reading about that
1: today i was like you <laughs> salt more i gotta use salt more
0: yes sorry it's a great cleanser is it cleanses your space you can cleanse your um self before um before spells you can put it in cleansing spells black pepper you can put it in um banishing spells protection spells oh. um chili powder you can put it into yeah. um, magnify things mm. so it's, it's it's a slew of information out there you just have to find what fits your soul
1: yes yes and there i'm serious like basic stuff you guys that you I know you have. And like you said, salt, everybody has salt. We all have salt. Um, Yeah, so many things that we can use. And I always tell people, you guys, this is not rocket science. And I just really want people to be a little more open to um, drawing the things in, um, raising their, whether it be for protection, for energy, um, for abundance, for prosperity, there are basic things that you can do. um, and really just, um, I always say ritualize your wellness. Um, so just making it a part of your, you know, your daily practice. How did you get into just making this a, a daily thing? Did it just come to you? Of course, because you were around it it so much.
0: It was very hard. I did start, it's funny you say that, I did start with grounding first, because Mm -hmm. I I realized that I always felt so unsafe. And as I was reading my books and doing my research, I I realized that my root chakra was off. (laughs) It was unbalanced. So I started with grounding first, and that was my base of doing it every day. I would walk on the ground, I would meditate, I will ground. So mm-hmm. that's how I started really getting into it,
1: mm. really setting
0: the groundwork for me to build.
1: I love it. I love it. Start anywhere, people. Anywhere. Yeah. Yoga, uh,
0: meditation, mm-hmm. visualization, just start wherever yeah. you can whatever fits your life at the time, because as you grow, your life will grow to allow you to do more. Mm. But consistency Mm. is the key.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: Well, I love that. Well, Linda, I just
1: wanted to ask you um, just a few, just one more question, especially about you mentioned your pendulum that you made. Um, So can you tell us about pendulums um, well, you did say that yes and no answers, but can you tell us about your specific pen- pendulum that you made yourself? Will they be available to people?
0: Oh, yeah. So I am currently selling them. You can um, go on my Instagram. And you can buy them right on Instagram or you can click on the link in my website and buy them off of there. So they are made with Heimaker diamonds.
1: Mm-hmm. Heimaker diamonds
0: are amazing. When mm-hmm. I first stumbled upon these little things, I it's was beautiful. so I was so drawn to them. So um they it's Heimaker infused moon water with charged Reiki is the fluid in the inside. And then, so the way I say it on my website, the Heimaker diamond is the earth. The clarity elixir is the water and the air bubble that's in there is the air and your fiery soul is completing it. So I'll show y'all, um, give you a little, yes! a little preview. I don't know. I I don't know if you want to ask, you can ask anything you want. Um, but I don't know how personal you want to get on your blog.
1: No, I will so, ask. I, have I, will start
0: a by, I will start by showing you. Okay,
1: okay. Sure. I'm so sorry.
0: I got. I get excited. I love this. Please show me. Yes. It's going in a circle. Thank you. You always say thank you. Please show me no. It's going side to side. Side to side. side. So she's
1: holding this pendulum and it's going in a circle for yes and side to side for no. This is what a pendulum does. And your pendulum is beautiful.
0: Thank you. So what I found out one time, a girl asked me a question and it did nothing. Please show me maybe. It doesn't move. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and ask your question.
1: Yes. I was going to ask, I'm going on a trip this weekend and wanting to know how it's going
0: to go. Is it going to be a good trip? Is she going to have a good trip this weekend? say no no I don't know know what's gonna happen but some inconvenience is gonna happen but Uh, as we know inconveniences are there to help us grow so whatever happens don't flip out and that's Mm -hmm. the perfect thing about having the pendulum or divination tools period they give Mm -hmm. you heads up So that way you can react different. You can um, ground yourself first, stand your ground when you need Mm -hmm. to. So Mm -hmm. don't be afraid.
1: (laughs) Oh, I will not be afraid. Thank you. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you for doing that though. That's excellent. But this is just one of the many ways, like Linda said, that you can just get some guidance. And it doesn't mean, again, that it's going to happen that way. That's why it's called guidance. Because if it's guidance, then the guide can kind of tell you, Directions, don't go this way. Maybe be cautious about going that way. There's a red flag ahead. You know, there's a yellow flag ahead. You know, be cautious. So these are just tools to just guide you along the way. Of course, you have free will and you're free to go whatever way you really want to, you know, depending on the situation. But these things are really, really, really just guides. Linda, thank you so very much for um, making us feel a lot more comfortable about, you um, these things that we're hearing so much more about, whether it be astrology, tarot, um, divination tools like pendulums, and all sorts of things. Thank you so much for your explanations on them. They've been beautiful explanations. Um, can you tell us um, your social media inf- information and where we can find you?
0: Oh, and you're welcome. I love sharing. I really do. Um, on social media, I love to give like free guidance, help people gain some clarity. So you can find me at Divinely Ether. um, And that's pretty much it. I'm also on Twitter. um, It's Divinely Ether One on Twitter. um, And my website is divinelyether.com.
1: Love it, love it, love it. What do you offer? What are some of the services that you offer through your website?
0: So I also have a clarity spray. um, I'm big on clarity. So I start with one thing until I master it. And then I move on to the next. So first it was the clarity spray that I use for meditation and before I did my Reiki. And then the Heimaker um, Pendulum came up. So I also offer readings. I do oracle readings. Um, I do mini ones. And then I do big layout ones. Mm-hmm. And I haven't started giving rituals yet. So I like to do rituals for the community, for my little mm-hmm. Instagram community, where I say, okay, we can, um, um you can add your name to this. I did start to say, okay, I need a dollar for a candle because it was a lot. Yes, it is. It, it is. it is. And I love helping, but I don't want to break my bank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, someone said, "Make sure your cup is um, filling, fill, spilling over before you give."
1: So yeah, it was like yeah. my
0: God's was like, "You have to stop you. You're giving, 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 mm-hmm. but it's not benefiting you.
1: Balance so make it, sure it's not hurting you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make sure that it is balanced. Make sure it yeah. is definitely balanced. so. For
0: the month of February, I'm um I'm giving love pendulum questions so you ask about love it's all about healing love if you have a question that y- you don't really know about this person or should you break up with this person or should you forgive this family member i'm all about healing so yes. Yes. A perfect time to help people heal love wise
1: mm connect with divinely ether folks connect with divinely ether before we go i don't know if we talked about this in part one i can't remember did we talk about your reiki um what exactly reiki is and what you do with reiki
0: we we talked about that
1: you're the second um reiki practitioner um that i've had on um you're the second person so yeah can you tell us a little bit about that before we go
0: so Reiki, um, I first got into Reiki because I was trying so hard to balance my chakras on my own and it was hard. So um, mm-hmm. it was a random lady that I used to play a game with on Facebook and we were friends like for, I think like six years after I quit that game and I was mm-hmm. always like her post and she just one time posted that she was a Reiki master. I, I had to talk to her like, cause we're, we continue like our posts. Why can't uh-huh. I contact you and ask you about that? Right. So I contacted her and she gave me a Reiki session and she gave me this whole list of things that um, was out of balance with myself. So after that, she, um, I guess she seen something in me because she wanted to teach me and she was used to teaching face-to-face, but we did it online. So it really blew my mind the way um, she transferred the Reiki energy for me because my whole body got hot. I could feel that energy, even though she was so far away. So what exactly is Reiki? What is so Reiki is the manipulation of healing energy. So mm. I can um a friend of mine that I met on Instagram because my soul tribe is gravitating to, mm-hmm. to so I met a few ladies. We're on here, Linda. Yes, I love it. Yeah. So <laughs> she's having a bad day and she she has she's been depressed. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, I have all this energy, let me give you some. So
1: oh, I love that. That's so nice.
0: Yeah, I'll do it. So I told her to go ahead and um, lay down, and she could either stay up or lay down. She was like, "I need a nap, so I'm gonna lay down." And I um, used a bear to to act as her. I put chakra stones on the bear. I used my pendulum to find um, to really find out where she was out of balance. Yeah. And I sent her Reiki energy. So when she uh, she said, first of all, I slept way too long. <laughs> mm. And she was like, but I feel great. I got up, I did my laundry, I did my dishes. She was like, I feel amazing. How is that possible? And she was my first Reiki um, person that I did yeah. Reiki. So <laughs> when I, um, so I had gave her, all my energy though I was drained yes so when Mm -hmm. I talked to my Reiki master about it she said I was drained because I did not ground myself first Mm -hmm. so when you ground yourself you mix your energy with the earth Mm -hmm. and therefore you pull the energy from the earth instead of yourself Mm -hmm. So it was pretty cool to know that um, where I went wrong, one, because I'm yes, still absolutely, I'm still a student. I'm a Reiki two, level two. Mm-hmm. So I'm still a student and I will always still be a student because she has so many years on me. Yeah. So it was just cool to be able to heal her in that way. And I use it on myself all the time. I use it on my kids. I use it on my husband. Um, I... Obviously, use it to transfer energy to my products. Yeah. So it was just really cool to know that you can literally send someone healing energy yes. without even being near them.
1: You can send them healing. That is such an amazing thing to say. It I love amazing. that.
0: It was. That and is incredible. It was just like you know, this is this is what. I've always known I can do. Like, mm-hmm. I know that in my past lives, I was something great.
1: And mm-hmm. I know I'm something yeah. great now, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I just
0: have to step into that power. Absolutely. I have to stop being afraid of myself. And that's yes. everyone.
1: Yes, 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 yes. That's great advice, Linda. Um, please, on Instagram, follow at Divinely Ether. She is amazing. She always has amazing enlightening post, encouraging post for you. Um, They can get very deep because I'm like, yes, Linda, she's yes, today. I needed that today. But the words are always so encouraging and they're always right on time. They're always just great teaching messages. And so I appreciate them so, so much. So thank you for being here to teach us a little bit about um, whether we're just being a little kitchen witch or if we're learning to visualize in a better way so that we can manifest the life that we want. Um, Reiki energy, all of the things that you are. Thank you so, so, so much for taking time for part one and part two to share those things with us. I appreciate you so much. Again, she is at Divinely Ether on Instagram, um, Twitter, Divinely Ether One. Um, I have one more thing that I was gonna say, but never mind. It's okay. But again, oh Is there anything that you want to leave us with? Is there anything, any message that you want to let us know? Any direction that you want to give us? Mm -hmm. Anything that they're giving you to share with us?
0: Let's see. Hmm. You know, step out of that box. Step out of that comfort zone because that's the lesson I am learning right now. And it's so hard because you're scared. You're afraid to you know, what people are going to think of you. You're afraid that you're going to fail, but take that leap of faith, step mm-hmm. out of that box and just go for it.
1: Thank you so much. You guys, we will see you next time on the road trip to wellness uh, podcast until next time though, Linda, and I say
0: goodbye and good night. Thanks for your support. Goodbye. I will be back though. <laughs> of course. <laughs>